When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Dunzo. This is a podcast that explores hookups and breakups of famous lovers and friends, both real and fake, and all the discarded pop culture of yesteryear. I'm your host, Troy McKeady. You guys, welcome to another episode of Dunzo. It is me, Troy McGeady, and I am so incredibly excited for today's episode. It's been a really long time since we've done anything like Bravo or Housewives related. Actually, the last time we did, my guest who's here today was here. <laughs> Not everyone has that. <laughs> it's called Power, honey. <laughs> I'm a Troy girl now. <laughs> <laughs> I am joined by my good, good Judy, Kai from the Real Housewives Orders. How are you, Kai? I'm so fab. I was just snacking on some Trader Joe, everything but the bagel, cashew and almond Love. mix and like H word for it. So I'm like yes. feeling great. You've caught me at a great time. Well, okay. First and <laughs> foremost, I just want to say, so this is Kai and I's second time connecting in the past like few days because we recorded for Kai's Patreon. So at the very top, I want to plug your Patreon because I, I listened to the episode. It's not to toot our own horns, but bitch, we're toot, fine. Toot, beep, beep. girl, that we're was fine. funny. Everyone subscribe. It's uh, the Real Housewives orders. If you go to my Instagram, it is the link in bio. Click link in bio, baby. And it's not like a weird Teresa Judice like scammy. Click <laughs> link in bio. But yeah, I'm gonna have Joe Gunn on this week on the newest episode. So by the Joe? time this comes out, yeah, it was really fun. I oh my god, that. you guys, slide Kai a coin or two and subscribe to the Patreon. It's honestly worth it. That was such a fun episode. We, had fun. we did it was like two hours. Yeah, it was two hours of us kikiing about um housewives. And we but we didn't get to talk girls' trip at all. At all. So today all. we're gonna be doing that. We're gonna be talking, we're just gonna be kikiing. There's no rules, no rules just right. We're just going to be talking about the show, the cast. It just ended. So this is perfect. It literally ended today. And you just watched the finale today, right? I did. I did. Um, oh I, it, it doesn't come out in Canada until Tuesday. Sorry, all the Canadian listeners. You have to wait a little bit. But I, I have my ways. <laughs> it's literally just a website. Like, I know nothing. No one cares about me. So I don't She's have a She's a pirate girl. <laughs> Um, recently I was watching Basketball Wives. I actually don't know if I should say this, but, um, I was watching Basketball Wives and my partner got an email being like, stop watching the show on this website. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? That's a real thing that happens. Yeah. Well, in Canada, at least. And then I told friends and they're like, oh, that happens to me all the time. And I was just like, okay, so it's not something to be scared about, but like I've stopped. So oh my I, learned my God. Le- I learned my lesson, people, people listening who, who, who sent me that. As we're recording this, Kai is wearing like a patch over his eye. He's full pirate. He's fully <laughs> leaning in. 
um okay first and foremost are you a girl's trip person like do you like this this uh this spinoff because some people don't I do like do you specifically mean like season two or do you mean like the cinematic universe of girls trip the cinematic universe of girls oh I'm like I love it it's so fun I love seeing these ladies out of context something that I always want with my housewife shows are like random crossovers like when we got like a little Yolanda mm. Brandy on Roni I was like mm-hmm. yes like I love mm-hmm. this like I love I love other worlds colliding so like shoving them in a room together like I'm into I love it uh, uh yeah I just I'm I'm passionate about it I guess <laughs> it's like it's like gay Marvel honestly it's our Marvel universe thank you yes there we go I know, you know nothing I mean? about that so yeah it's like when Iron Man shows up or whatever and spider-man's house or whatever i think uh <laughs> down mama yeah <laughs> the house boots <laughs> um i am too i'm a huge fan of this show i think it's a really 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 fun idea mm-hmm. and i like that the theme of it is that it's a girl's trip and that it's not like all stars because yes. that would feel a little too bad girls club it's like we're going on vacation together and it's just us girls. It's just so fun. Right. And they just like throw a random theme in kind of, and it like kind of sticks like this season a lot more like ex-wives club actually worked quite well, but like right. the first season with all stars, I'm like, are we all stars? Are we like, right. you know, like some of us are just really cute girls, but <laughs> I love having you here. Please don't take that wrong. But <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. And lots of times like with reality shows where they do these like, family vacations I'm talking about teen mom right now like I didn't really love that so like I find like this kind of like format of throwing people together you know like doesn't always work so I'm Mm -hmm. happy that in this peacock sphere it does work like really well now what do you think about this season versus the first season this one felt like it went by a lot faster yeah I agree it was more of a fever dream to me I'm also like not in a rut with Housewives, but I'm kind of actually I'm lying that that's not true. I love Atlanta right now. I love Married to Medicine. I'm deep in my Bravo addiction. So right. let's let's rewind. But I just <laughs> this one was just like more. I wanted to know what was going to happen next week, even though like I already knew it was just going to be like Dorinda Slurinda mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like <clears throat> I was, I watched it with my friend Katie and I was like, honestly, I feel like this has like a darker energy. Mm-hmm. Like the first season was so light. It was like, you know, they had their moments, but it was like, for the most part, it was like, I love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Whereas and it was like Ramona one, versus Kenya, which is like, it was not, silly. A, not even a fight in hell. Like obviously Toro's winning that. Exactly. And it was like mostly silly, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. this like, of course, because we're, well, it makes sense because we're, like, at Dorinda's house, and it's, like, of course, things get, like, dark and spooky, oh, but yeah. <laughs> it got, like, it, it got really dark, but, like, I'm not gonna say in a bad way, it just, it felt like a much darker show, it was not light. No, a much different, like, uh, chemistry, but I believe that that is kind of, like, what they intended when they casted said individuals. yeah. I will say I wish there was two more girlies on this cast, not because like I thought like personality was lacking or anything, just because like I want to see more ex-wives. Yeah, I know. I don't really have any names in particular right now, but who, what franchise wasn't featured at all? Um, let's see. Like I would have loved to see like Sharice Jackson Jordan there. Um, give me like a 
Hmm. There was nobody from New York there, was there? Jill and Durinda, babe. Oh, hello. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Um, no, please don't. I'll tell you something stupid I did recently. I okay. ordered a Starbucks venti, but I wanted to get it in a Trenta cup, right? Because like I wanted okay. to, I, I just wanted a bigger cup, but not yes. as much coffee. Um, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. So I, rushing, 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 I order it on the mobile app. I get there. Troy, there's only a grande iced coffee sitting there. So I look at it. I ordered a fucking venti coffee in a grande cup. Shut the fuck. You said I want to pay more, but get less. Get it, Exactly. I was just like, how dumb am I? I didn't even like say anything either and like try and correct it. So I was like, I'm drinking dumb bitch juice. Like I deserve this. That's actually shitty though, that they wouldn't be like, hey, you clearly made a mistake. Right? Like, but whatever. So there's my stupid story. Okay. So please okay. keep that in. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel a little bit better. <laughs> um, but no, I did. I definitely felt like the tone of this one was a lot darker. Like the conversations always took like a really dark turn. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the season, it went about as dark, I think, as it possibly could. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Talking about people's kids, like figuratively dying. I was what like, if okay. your son this died, is, Troy? This is wild. Like this has taken a truly... And then you have, like, Dorinda, who I feel like, honestly, has become, like, the Grim Reaper in a lot of ways. Like, she just carries a dark cloud. Okay, I am someone who, like, hasn't been a Dorinda fan for a long time. She scares me. She's someone, like, I understand her purpose. I think she's, like, fun reality TV. I get she's, like, a girly they all love. But, like, Mm -hmm. her energy when she drinks is so spooky. Like, it spooks me out, and I'm not even there. Um, mostly yeah. I'm just like projecting because that's me when I used to drink so uh, I'm just like eek like please stop like you you can just be a normal person and have fun like I promise you I do it <laughs> and like how many people does it take to tell you that you have a drinking problem before you're like okay maybe I need to like even just switch liquors like maybe I can just switch what I'm drinking maybe mm-hmm. having a triangle shaped glass to the brim of liquor isn't the gag you know what I mean? Like, of like literal I, bourbon. Yeah, with like a, a fucking garnish in it. Like maybe that's not what you should be doing while you film. Like she's had cast members, production, her boss, real friends, and millions of viewers say that her drinking darks them out. Mm-hmm. Like does not get it. And I'm not someone to like watch reality TV and be like, wow, they have a drinking problem. Like I'm not right. someone to do that. So please don't take this. But like when I watch Dorinda, I'm like, there's something, there's something like going on here. Yeah. And this isn't the solution. Yeah. It's really sad. I feel like D- Jill said something like kind of towards the end of the season about how fame, how Dorinda had said that when she was dating, um, what's his name? John when she was with John he the fame the got to his head. <laughs> yes that fame got to his head and that it changed him and Jill was like no Dorinda doesn't realize that fame got to her head and she changed and it's like really sad to see Dorinda who used to be this like bright light I mean like Dorinda was like all of our favorite aunt figuratively mm-hmm. to now she's like the mean like that mean so relative yeah, that mean, evil relative at Thanksgiving that you avoid because they're going to, like, bring up the darkest thing about your past. And, like, it's so wasted and just, like, start slurring and, like, yeah. curse you out for, like, nothing. It's so sad. What do you think about the location? What do you think about this season being at the manor? 
Okay, this is not to give Miss Victoria Gunvalson anything, but like I feel like she's outwardly been saying publicly, like it sucks that we had to go there and not like somewhere nice. Mm-hmm. And someone in this like last episode made a point of like we shouldn't do it here because then I think it was actually Vicky. It would like alleviate like Dorinda feeling like she needed to be like the hostess, with the mm-hmm. hostess, and like protective of everything and I think that that was like kind of uh I was like that's actually a great point like in more of a neutral space but would it have gotten as spooky because like you said like Bluestone Manor just has like an energy of um like I don't know you you go in one way and you're leaving like a different person it's very (laughs) and not in a positive way I said that the energy was very like whodunit Yes. And it's ironic that they always have murder mystery parties there because it literally is like a whodunit, like clue, like who killed who with the candlestick, candelabra, whatever. It would be a great place to film like a sexy murder mystery party. Yes. Like, yeah, I know. That's not Housewives, even like adjacent, just like a good filming location. It's probably too like cluttered up though to have like (laughs) a camera in there. You're knocking over 40 gnomes and like 12 (laughs) different like nutcrackers just to film. Um, But no, I I 1000% agree with you. I feel like the one thing that I don't, that I did not like about this season was that I did feel like it's almost unfair to judge Dorinda on how she came off because the production, the show put all of the pressure on her Mm -hmm. to like, make the show good this year like Mm -hmm. you know the activities the hosting the food like all of it it's like and also it's it's an unfair balance like it puts her in a weird position of power why it's a vacation like I I'm like still kind of convinced that this season specifically was like a soft launch of a lot of people that they've maybe been like teasing to bring back because we just found out last night that Tamara Judge is coming back And I don't know, I felt like this was a trial run for a lot of these girls for them to be like, we will bring you back in some capacity someday. But now that you kind of bring up like the power dynamic with like the the Dorinda of it all. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, maybe this was just her test from them to see if she's able to even like host people anymore. And I think Dorinda failed the test. Like, I don't think Dorinda proved she should be off pause. I'm not entirely sure Tamara proved anything to me on this trip, but like, I'm glad she's coming back. I am, I will say that I'm happy. You know, I'm a Tamara girl and I, I, I scream it from the rooftops. I'm unapologetic about it. I like a Tamara order. One of my favorite Tamara orders, I've definitely talked about it 90 times on this podcast, is her ordering a plain chicken breast at a fondue <laughs> restaurant. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Heather Dubrow has said nothing about said news. She has not shared yeah. it to her story. She has not liked anything. She has not commented on anything. So I think that Heather might be a little bothered by this, which I am excited to see. That's a feud I want to see. It's going to be amazing because Tamara is one of the only people who genuinely is not afraid of Heather. Like, no, not at all. Not at all. She bullied and, Heather one season. Yeah, <laughs> and Heather and Heather was sad about it. I know. And thank God for her because she gave her the name Fancy Pants. What else would we, how else would, I mean, your entire existence would be up in the air. I would not be here. <laughs> for the second time this year. <laughs> in the last six months. You're one of the girls. What can we say? You're one of the girls. Um, okay, let's like get into it. Okay. I want to start. I think that we should start by going down the, the cast list. 
please. I, I like have like mental notes about all. The, I've like done like a mental tier ranking uh, of the dolls at this point. So okay. say a name, I'll look. Let's go down the list and we'll update on how we feel, how we're feeling about that personality. We want them to come back, like how they what? did on the show, all the stuff. Okay. I want to start with Joe fucking Zarin. And you know that. You've already, you already knew that. I did. Yeah, obviously. Am I going first or of are course. you? Okay, so um, here, I, I'm pretending I have like a minute time or something, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I have no reason why. The you pressure. have all the time in the world. Yeah, I'm like, ah. Uh, so I'm someone who I understand Jill's purpose. Like I'm never gonna yuck some or yeah, yuck someone's yum. Like I, I understand each housewife has a purpose. I've never been a big Jill girly. However, okay. I live in a house with a partner who is a big Jill girly and like okay. has been wanting Jill to come back for a long time. So I understand and like I have love and respect for that. However, this trip, uh, she's like top three for me of people I'm like, I really like Jill. I know everyone calls her thirsty. I don't see it. And I'm a very, like, I think I'm a very smart viewer, media consumer. Like mm -hmm. I get things. Yeah. Yes, Jill is so like TTH, like team too much, <laughs> like try too hard. But she's like, she's very upfront about that. Like, it's not like she's trying to do this sneakily or anything like that. She's like, this is who she is. She's very comfortable with it too. Like, she loves to, you know, like, like shoot the shit with anyone and, and, and sell them whatever. So I'm here for Jill. Bring her back as a friend of, just like she wants. She literally said, I just want to be a friend. Like, give her that. I just want to be a friend. She, yeah, she's want. like the only person who can like destroy Ramona too. Yes. And I think that's what everyone wants to kind of see if, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I, I, I don't, <clears throat> Ramona cannot come back. I'm fine with that. But this isn't about her. This is about Jill. I, 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 I'm lightly standing in the where's context the, of this show. Where's the social register? You said you went, where is it? Where's the social register? Where is it? You said you go, where is it? Where is it? What's the address? Where, where is it? Um, <laughs> no, I could not agree with you more. I feel like people were very split on Joe this year. People were like saying that she was like very boring and that she was like kind of embarrassing. Her entrance or, like, was corny. I will, I will say that. I thought her entrance was corny as fuck. It didn't, it, it didn't so, give what she, it didn't give what she thought. But it was so Jill. It was. It worked because, because it's Jill, it shouldn't have worked. Like the fact that she thought, here's the thing. This is the brilliance of it. This is why it's so, it's so Shakespearean. She thought that she would like a million years later be able to redeem that moment and the girls would all be so excited, right? Because the first time it was so horrifying and embarrassing. Like cricket. And it happened almost identically. <laughs> I and mean, so this time people were like, who is that? Is that a waitress? That? Is she bringing us margaritas? <laughs> and who's that man? <laughs> you know? They're like, is he, is he carrying her bags? Like, I don't know. I feel like Jill is almost the perfect friend yeah, because she's she no is. longer in a place of being like, she's not season one and season two Jill anymore. Like she's not that spite, that like spunky, like in your face, loud, like wanting to like a dog with a bone. That's not her anymore. Not at she all. She runs, you know, she like mm -hmm. runs from arguments, mm -hmm. but she's still really engaging and she's really funny. She's so and funny. She's hysterical. Like, she gives a good confessional too, I will say. She gives a, a lot great of, a confessional. A lot of them gave really great confessionals. I feel like the, the girls this time around really did a great job with that. Like I have no complaints. Yeah. 
I agree. And I, I feel like this was kind of like a soft launch. Like what would it be like if Jill was a housewife again? Yeah. I agree with you. And like, especially with like all this like legacy and yeah. n- new cast or whatever. I'm like, why wouldn't they bring Jill back for legacy? Like we, yeah. we've already intro- reintroduced her to us. Like, yeah. You know, so. Yeah. We, we are team Jill Zarin on this podcast. And I'm happy yeah. to hear that from you. And Jill Zarin famously loves orange. It's her favorite color. She always wears it. That's me. So that's my sister in that. Well, it looks good with her hair. It looks great with her hair. <laughs> but yeah, um, Jill, my one like like kind of like thorn moment with Jill is both times when she made those fucking banana little muffin bites, which I bet are delectable, divine, mm-hmm. delicious, all the D's, like mm-hmm. mwah, mwah, mwah. But she mm-hmm. needs to fucking put some butter in that goddamn pan each time she was like literally- I want to talk about this. Literally a butchering with like a butter knife trying to fish them out. I'm like, y- y- you can easily just do a little like parchment paper with some butter, a little, a little spray even like do better, do better in the kitchen. If at any point you bake something in a muffin tin and you go to pull it out and the only thing you have in your hand is the top of the muffin, mama, it was a failure. You need to dig it out and start over. Garbage. That means that it didn't work. I threw it in the garbage. But that bothered me so much because they kept zooming in on the the muffin tin and it was full of bottoms of the muffin. I was like, Mm -hmm. uh. And they look so chocolatey and gooey. And I was like, what a waste. I also just want to say before we move on from Jill, the point about her being thirsty. It's like, I thought that was actually really hypocritical considering they all have been branding all their shit. And Dorinda literally had branded coffee mugs and shit everywhere in her their sweaters and, were like I made it nice yeah like are you fucking kidding me like the everything was branded Dorinda had so much branded shit it's like it's like you said Jill is just very in your face about all the stuff that all the housewives really are she's uh-huh. just like open about it Absolutely. And I have a lot of respect for that, I feel like, especially as I'm a much more like mature viewer now, like I'm not yeah. like into like the lame minutia of it all. I'm much more like, okay, like we need her. She's, she's important. Yeah. If Tamara can come downstairs wearing a cut fitness tank top every day, Jill can give everybody tie dyed face masks that her and Allie made in the fucking bathtub. Who cares? I agree. And I think that there's more to explore with this her and Dorinda thing. Because mm. that that making up, I was like, mm, okay, for now. Like, I don't see this lasting. Like, Dorinda might have wait one too many like Grey Goose martinis tonight and like yeah. fuck it up. Well, you know that I'm a Jeff Lewis girl. Well, yeah. I'm I, always I, I like I like love Jeff Lewis. I like secretly have a crush on him. I guess it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like in like a like uh uh, I want to be tortured way. Like he's so yeah. mean. He's so mean. He would destroy me and I'd just be like a shell of myself. Right. A but shell of yourself lips, in a fun big way. Lips, big lips. Yes, very much that. I uh, literally subscribed to Sirius XM for him. And okay, I love that. I listen to all of his Housewives interviews because he always has the fired Housewives on and like they're the best. And I will tell you that I, be- I think Jill's right. Like, I actually do think that Dorinda for the past few years has been horrible publicly about Jill because she was on like a high horse because she was like a, a housewife and mm-hmm. she would and always a talk popular about popular housewife too. Exactly. And she would always talk about Jill being desperate and how she didn't want to be around her because Jill 
you know, wants to film and like all this stuff. And I don't know. I just, we can move on from Jill. That no. was my love letter. No, I'm, I, I'm happy to like keep talking about Jill. Cause I, I really enjoyed her. And I, I like that Jill doesn't drink. Yeah. But I did like that Jill like part, like participated still like in the whiskey night and stuff. Like she still did it. And like, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just think she's really fun. She can hang. And I, if I, if, if, if she was here, I would be letting her sit on my bed to watch us do this. <laughs> can I just watch? Can I watch? Can I sit in? <laughs> um, okay. Let's move on to, let's move on to my second. Well, my truly like one of my favorite housewives of all time, unapologetically, Miss Phaedra Sparks. Zap zap. Let's talk about Phaedra. You go first. I can't express how happy I am to see Phaedra on my television screen again. She was the life of the show, as she has been since she debuted on The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Famously had an order within her first little promo or her segment package. Like her intro package was an order. So shout out to that. Not everyone has that. (laughs) Not all the girls can be that girl. Nope. She is so meant to be on television and she brings such a unique energy to every show that she's on she -hmm. is literally so fucking funny so fun magnetic Mm -hmm. like you can't take your eyes off of her I just think that she is a gem and I obviously don't agree with like the shit that she did her last season but I do agree with her that her firing was bullshit and that it all got put on her unfairly Mm -hmm. If Portia was allowed to be a housewife, then she should have been allowed to be a fucking housewife. Mm-hmm. And I just loved watching her get to know these women. And honestly, watching her become best friends with Brandy Glanville is like the most fun season of the simple life I've never seen. Right? Her, even Brandy's little like trio. Shit, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm and I'm weirdly into this. Yes, I love it. Tell me what you think. Okay, I love that. Phaedra is now like the Claremont triplet. I'm loving the Claremont twinification of Phaedra. <laughs> I'm loving the wigs. I'm loving yes. the outfits. I'm loving this new Phaedra. I noticed she had like a, a nice professional camera with her and she was taking a lot of pictures. She should mm. put those on a website and charge like money. And I would literally pay money to go and look at all the pictures that she took of this trip because I know there would be some really good ones. Absolutely. Um, I really liked Phaedra for all of this but the last two episodes when she got like really jesusy bible-y she lost me i'm i'm someone like i'm not i'm not gonna shit on anyone for loving religion but please like i don't need it shoved down my throat quite Mm -hmm. the way it was like it was a bit too heavy-handed for me i was just like okay phaedra like we get it you're a southern belle you love the bible and jesus and yada 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 this prayer book will help me calm down allegedly but like i that was just kind of like "Mm, okay but other than that you know i was into phaedra i wish she talked more about things but i also understand why she didn't which is like why i think she did this show i think she like asked who was going to be cast and when she was told she's like I'll absolutely do this because I'm going to come out looking impeccable regardless just based off of like these women's track history and like they always are repeating the same thing so I'm gonna I'm gonna look like an all-star regardless which is smart that's what I would do too and honestly it's like the minute I I heard that she was going to be on this cast I knew that in in some form 
she would steal the show because she always does. And the thing that I, I really love about Phaedra and that has remained true to her since her first season is that, and I mean this in like the nicest way. I've literally, I think I've said this to you before. She's a, a very like strange, weird lady. So quirky. I hate this word, but quirky. No, like it's the only way to describe her. She's so unique and she's so eccentric. Mm-hmm. And she's eccentric in a way that like, you don't really see a lot of like black women be allowed to be eccentric on television. Like she's just very odd, but like in a really fun way, you know? She's like, she has a great reality TV personality. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And like a lot of people on TV don't, especially right now, I find, but Mm -hmm. she does. She's someone who's like kind of from that like era of you really needed to like be a personality. Yeah. Yes. God damn it. And Justice like we love Phaedra. that. Yeah. But she's someone like my soft launch theory. She's like main person who I was like, oh, they're testing her. Like they're trying to see in what capacity. Oh, they're trying to see. In- <laughs> I'm fixing my lights, everyone. It's so dark in here. But oh, it's I like look a like, I look like powder. <laughs> <laughs> like, woo. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) um well do you think okay would you choose I already know the answer to this but would you choose Phaedra over Candy no (sighs) that's not what I thought you were gonna say I am like very team Candy I when I told you I recorded with Joe earlier today he made like a quip about this being Candy's last season I was like whoa 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 I like Candy I think Candy is gonna be there forever I think they should just bring Phaedra back though like I don't care if Candy walks away. Like, just stay on the show. Like, I was watching an interview with Phaedra recently, maybe with Bryce Sander, and she was like, I've been in the same room with Candy, like, a lot of times since. Like, right. it, it's, like, been done. So we've moved past that. Like, I've, I, I have seen her. Like, we've been present in the same spaces. It, it can happen. So, but she was also saying, I'll never go on Atlanta again, but she was, like, teasing that she would join Dubai. She's like... I'm yachting. I'm in Dubai. I was like, oh my God, she's yeah. speaking Troy language. Like, she literally dead ass said, I'm yachting. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, Phaedra, I don't say that. Like, She's mama. getting her entire life and securing the bag in Dubai for mm-hmm. real. Like mm-hmm. she is. But I would, I would actually start actively watching Dubai if Phaedra was on it. Oh my God. Could you watch with Phaedra and Caroline Stanbury in the same show? I'm thinking more so like Phaedra and Chanel Ion. I would be like that, like give them the center spaces of whatever they're holding. Absolutely. Into it. Um, Let's talk about Brandy Glanville. Okay. The hair. Your your face dropped. I have, I'm someone who's really like, I can spot an extension a mile away. Like, oh yes. I am someone like, you don't need to have perfect hair. I get it. But Brandy's hair for the mm. last decade has just consistently gotten worse. And I'm like, just put it in a ponytail, like put it in a bun. Like Brandy is the kind of person that I feel like it looked dirty. Like and she just you could smell that through the screen. And that's what bothers me. I hate people with dirty hair. I feel like she, when she gets dressed, she pulls her clothes out of, like, old boxes. Yes. Does that make any sense? Like, it's, like, old clothes from when she was still married, and she takes them out, and she shakes them. (laughs) And, of course, they all still fit, but should should you wear them? I don't know. (laughs) 
Like she's pulling items out of storage consistently <laughs> to wear. And they're all from like 1999 and 1998. Like when she was on Diddy's yacht, you know? When she had an invite to the white party. Like it's I, wild. It's yeah, she has zero personal style. But let me rewind. I shouldn't have started by like going so in on her hair. But like even Eva and like people were like, go wash that. Like, <laughs> like so if, if they're saying it, I feel comfortable to also be like, please, like, yes, or put absolutely. a hat on. Like, yeah. Um, but Brandy, 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 Brandy. Brandy is someone who, you know, we've talked, we literally had a Brandy episode where I think we broke this down, my relationship mm-hmm. with her, but like loved her. Then she lost me and I didn't really like her. I think she is really desperate. Um, it's kind of sad, but I still like her. She is a great reality star. She is someone that like, what's the saying that the the lame kids say, like they understand the assignment or whatever. Right. Um, yes. she actually does. She understands why she's hired. She earns her paycheck. She was in true Brandy form in this. I was a little worried the first two episodes because she came in like really drunk, but, mm-hmm. uh, I, I still have fun with her. She's fun. She was happy for Taylor having a moment like that alone when she's like, Oh, so like, good for you. Good for doing yeah. that. I was like, okay, like, hello, producer, ghost producer boots the house down. Mama. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I will say that Brandy's drinking does at times dark me out. It's spooky, but I think she's just someone who like can't truly handle her liquor. The thing about her drinking that spooks me a little bit is that it's like embarrassing. Like I hate when a person is like, I hate a sloppy drunk Mm -hmm. who doesn't Mm -hmm. realize that they're making a really big fool of themselves. Like, and it's like consistent. And she's another one where it's like, girl, how many times do you need to be told that you like honestly should not drink on camera? It doesn't work out well for you. Or like, again, what you said, like switch up what you're drinking. Switch what you're drinking. Stop drinking fucking Chardonnay, bitch. Enough. Or, you know, like have like a spicy skinny margarita, then have two waters. Have a spicy two skinny margarita, have three waters. With, um, a side of, with, a, with a cup of ice on the side. Yes, very much that. Like, you know enough. what I mean? Like just hydrate, sober up have a drink hydrate you know like I don't know there's there's ways around it but uh, Brandy was fun everyone really liked Brandy so that's why I'm feeling like comfortable enjoying Brandy she was like middle of my like tier ranking closer to the top but like middle but yeah everyone really liked Brandy in the house so I I think that speaks volumes because not everyone loved Dorinda yeah, I think at this point, enough people know Brandy's personality to know why she is hired, what, you know, what she's going to do when she shows mm-hmm. up. And that for the most part, she's like completely harmless. She's just like, she just has moments of being like a bad puppy. Oh, mm-hmm. Isn't that literally what Andy said? Yeah, and she got so mad. She was literally like, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. And then she got fired. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I mean, it is her vibe though. She does have that energy where it's like, she pisses on the carpet and you're like, oh, you'll never learn. And then she like cuddles you in bed and you're like, God, you're so fucking cute. Yeah, I love you, you know? again. You can't say, you can't really say mad at her. And the thing that I love about her as a reality star is that she, she isn't consistent in any role. Like she is the villain, the voice of reason. She is the Greek chorus. <laughs> She's the fucking jester. She's the fool, the juggling fool. Yeah. She's all of the tropes 
in one and you never really know what you'll get she's a transformer housewife oh i really like that's that's beautiful troy i don't think i've ever ever heard anyone explain brandy like that before and that's like you're hitting the nail on the head like that is that's perfect. That is Miss Brandy Lynn Glanville. I don't, I don't know if that's her middle name, but whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, I love that if it is. Brandy Lynn works. <laughs> um, but no, she was great this season. I really, really enjoyed watching her like bond with the women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I loved, I because you, this is another thing that you and I have talked about. I've always said that Brandy was meant to be an OC housewife yes and heather dubrow was meant to be a beverly hills housewife and that is the sliding doors moment and it was so cool to see her finally get drunk with tamra i always knew that that would work tamra and and brandy were meant to be friends yes until not like they can also give like a tamra gretchen cosplay at the reunion moment where like your best 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 friends and then you turned on each other one of my favorite storylines of all time. Can you imagine like the highs and lows of a Brandy Tamra friendship on the on of like full season? No, and like Shannon Bador in that mix with Brandy. Like, what would? Oh my god, hey, we we can't get excited about this. You know, they will never give us that. I know, but you, it is meant to be though. It's really, honestly, she's meant to be an OC girl for sure. It's true. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I, I like Brandy. I don't really think yeah. she has a place on Beverly Hills anymore. I think she like knows that too. Yeah. I thought like I, it was a nice peek behind the curtain of Brandy because I always kind of just assumed she was like super desperate to get back on the show just because like the Denise thing of it all like mm-hmm. that was just like so sloppy. I felt like mm-hmm. that I was just kind of like I didn't really know who Brandy was. So this was nice to see like she's she's moved on from this show. Like yeah, I, I, I think she'll, I think she'll always like identify as a Beverly Hills housewife and like talk about it and like do yeah. her like two teas in a pod moment with it all but I don't think she's like actively trying to be on this show anymore yeah I feel like she like fully considers herself like an actual podcaster now like that's mm-hmm. like her job you well, know? and she has actually been doing it for a really long time I feel like yeah so she was one yeah, of the I first agree. like housewives to like do that too so yeah we're rooting for Brandy. We're always rooting for Brandy. Yeah, when they did a flashback to her podcast and she's like sitting on her bed in like baby doll lingerie and she's like yeah. talking shit about cameras or Tamara's like grandchildren. I was like, this is what your podcast is? This is like, okay. It was like sexy boudoir gone wrong. <laughs> Which is Brandy in a nutshell. Yeah, true. Um, okay, let's talk about Eva. She is number one on my list. She's number one on my list. I, okay, I, it's interesting. I loved Eva on America's Next Top Model. I have such fond memories of watching that and just like loving her. I thought her run on Atlanta was sloppy, but in retrospect, it's not her fault. Like Mm. I, I found those seasons specifically of Atlanta where they're like throwing in random friends and just like having the most random people, Yovana, that bitch from Clark, like Mm. all all these random people. And she was just kind of in that like mix that I don't really feel like she got to shine. And even like the storylines they gave her were really like quite lame. It was just her like denying that, like she like said shit, which is like so boring. And then she like, did one of my like least favorite housewife storylines she got pregnant and like mm. that became her personality and like I think pregnancy is beautiful a great storyline but I always find when housewives are pregnant they can't participate at all 
Mm. So I don't think Eva shined on the show. Her little cameo at Cynthia's wedding last year was iconic. She like was talking about someone sucking dick or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I've had like a weird relationship with her. her. Her Bravo housewife of it all, I haven't loved, but this show, impeccable. She came in, all she wanted to do was smoke and make friends with everyone, just be like the sunflower. We, we, she's yeah. the protagonist. I couldn't agree more. I mean, Eva is such a delight and such a treat. And it's like such a joy to watch her on TV. She's another very... She's someone who's just like a nice person, it feels like. Genuinely. Like, literally in the deepest parts of her spirit, she's like a good person. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's another, similar to Phaedra, you don't really get to see a lot of, like, Black women on reality television, especially, like, in ensemble shows like this, where, like you don't see women like her on TV. They just right. don't really cast women like Eva, you know? She's eccentric. She's like this like kind of hippie, pot smoking, very like patchouli, but like make it designer girl. So we'll read you for 45 minutes. Right. But also smoke cigarettes. Yeah. And on top of it, she's like very quick, very smart, very funny, you know, has a really like, like wicked sense of humor, like just good is a housewives watcher and came into the house knowing how to instantly disarm Vicky Gunvalson by sucking up to her, yeah. Vicky, Vicky's love language. Yes. She's smart. She played the game really well. The thing about Eva's housewives run, tell me if you agree with this. Mm-hmm. I think it was the, I, I just don't think it was the right like medium for her. I don't think that the Atlanta women are like, they don't get her. Agreed. Like I always think about Marlo making fun of her because she like had dreads and like wore flats and stuff. And she's like, these are $500 shoes. Like mm-hmm. they just didn't get her vibe. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she wasn't in the right company. I saw something with Kenya recently and they're like, who would you bring back? And she's like, they need to bring Eva back. Like we're actually friends, like me and Candy are actually friends with Eva, like bring yeah. her back. And I agree. She gave us great orders and yeah, yeah. Her, her, her run, her little soft launch on Rugged, I'm mm-hmm. here for. Give her, even her, like just a friend of, just to like have Eva pop in, buy smooches, buy sunflower yeah. and you know. Yeah. I I'm I really liked you. She she was like the best part of this trip for me. And she's someone who I I think I was rambling earlier. I didn't even say my fucking thought. But she's someone who I like when the cast came out. I was like Eva. Interesting. Like I wonder who dropped out last minute that like mm-hmm. they they brought Eva because she's such like a a recent fire. But I guess a mm-hmm. lot of these girls are. But right. to me, I was just like oh like and like to me, Eva isn't evil like a lot of these women like. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that's an odd person. But I fully understand why she was there. And like, I'm so thankful she was there. I don't know if I would have been able to consume this the way I did without Eva. And on a show that was like extremely dark and spooky, (laughs) she she brought a real lightness and like a real fun energy. And like, you know, she was just great. Like Eva is just agreed. And I also just like have enjoyed watching her on TV, like, just in general throughout Mm -hmm. life like Mm -hmm. she's such a fucking treat and she's stunting she is oh pretty like and she's getting prettier she's getting prettier and i love whenever like they would show them like taking like group photos or anything watch eva she's literally like your honor she's serving like she said you want to be on top 
yeah at that Christmas party she came in in that like skin tight dress I was like go like I'm I straight know. like I, I you are everything to me like what? I love when they were all talking about wanting to fuck her and she walked in and acted like she didn't know what they were saying and she's yeah. like wait what what me? are you guys talking about and, and she's I'm literally like she's like you women are no one I'd ever pick like no. I know like Vicky <laughs> thanks girl but I'm good thanks but now I'm <laughs> Um, speaking of, let's talk about Ms. Gumbleson. Okay. Um, she is the only Aries I do not claim. Yeah, agreed. I do not relate to her at all. I've never really liked Vicky. I think the Brooks, not girth of it all was like great TV. That was such a fun time to be an OC girly. But mm. I don't like Vicky. Her first few episodes on this show, I was like, honey, if this is your audition, like, you are not getting the part. Like, oof, like, this is bad. You are miserable. You are not showing me anything that I should be missing. But as the show went on, I think she, like, started whooping it up a bit more. And, like, again, people's, like, reactions to her and not, like, hating her or being, like, viscerally disgusted by her. Um, Mm. I was like, okay, like, she's fine. I still don't like her. I still don't want her to come back. I don't care. But yeah, her anti-COVID little rant in episode one, two, or whenever that was, was bizarre. But she's yeah, a freak. Vicky <laughs> was a Vicky was a real. I could have really done without Vicky. To be yeah, honest. like, like I, I would have brought someone else. Even now, even having watched the whole show, like um, I, I don't feel like it was all worth it in the end. Like I really kind of feel like she ruined the potential of what the show. I still thought it was great, but mm-hmm. it could have been much better if she wasn't there, to be honest. I really think that she was like an anchor. Like, And she was so gung-ho about making an impact and this, I, I want to make an impression on you and everyone mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm like, really? I know. And this is how you're doing that? She was a nightmare. And I, I agreed with Brandy when she said, you know, there's a, like the, the housewives that are recently fired, they're just different. Like, they're just different. And like, Vicky is like that, like the entitlement well, especially because Vicky's whole identity at this point is like being on the show for 14 years and yeah. the longest running housewife ever. And like the person yeah. who's done the most seasons and the longest running OG, like these things are so important to her identity at this point in her life that like, yeah. it's soul crushing that like, she can't use those anymore. And like, that's not yeah. her thing anymore. Yeah, I agree with you. I do think that she eventually had, she came around and she started like whooping it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I agreed with Vicky that, you know, I do think the location had a lot to do with it. You know, it's like, they're just like at Dorinda's house, like, you know, and then they're thinking like the other girls went to fucking, where did they go? Um, Turks and Caicos? Turks know. and Caicos? Yeah. Is that really right, honey? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I wish I had said earlier. Like, the first season I loved the location and the things they did like the activities and the food, yes. the seafood the, the food, food. Eating, oh my and, god like, the service like that is what I loved about season one while this I didn't have that so much I more so enjoyed the personalities we're like watching them eat Salisbury steaks at an old restaurant it's like yeah th- this is not my vibe no um and the one thing that I will say about Vicky I feel like I have to say this because I've I've like defended her on this podcast. Do you like, yeah. What's your relationship with Vicky like? Talk to me. Well, in the early seasons of seasons of OC, I always really liked Vicky. I always really connected to her because 
I felt like she was the lesser of all the evils in the sense that she didn't, she, she refused to be abused by her husband, which on old OC, that's like a revolutionary idea. And she was like proud of the fact that she worked and she, in a sea of like really staunch conservative women, she felt like the lesser of the evils at that time. At that time. You know what I mean? Her being like, I, the only woman who felt a little independent I guess yes I, and I liked that, that back and even now like me and my partner were talking recently and he was like the one thing I do like about Vicky I actually don't think he said like but he's like the one thing about Vicky is that like she always had a job outside yeah. of the show like she's yeah. always worked and it has nothing to do with the show like Kodo existed before Housewives. It has no storyline ties. Do you know what I mean? Bravo is not getting a cut of it because they helped like invent it on season whatever. So shout out to that for like having a job like us mere peasants. Yeah. And I think a lot of people forget that the early seasons of OC revolved a lot around like domestic, like emotional domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Tamara was being abused emotionally. Oh my God. <clears throat> I was shocked they never Gina. flashed back to the li- the I want to divorce you in a limo during yeah. Girls. I want to divorce. Fuck you. Gina, Lynn Curtin, Gina, Alexis yeah, Bellino was literally oh being held captive by that man. Oh my God. Like all of the women that Vicky was surrounded by were in abusive relationships and she was the only one that wasn't. And like, that was wild to me back in the day. Now, of course, she's a revolting reptilian monster. I mean, I mm-hmm. literally, oh, she's so unbearable and just so not fun to watch anymore to me. Agree. It's like, oh, God. I, like, I, I wish someone could explain to me what is fun or interesting or watchable about her anymore. I don't know. I also feel like Vicky being there brought Tamara down and really changed my opinion about Tamara. Because I think someone who aligns yeah. themselves so heavily with Vicky, like, I've got my eye on them. Vicky and not in a positive her. way. Yeah, agree. And it's weird that Tamara doesn't see that because so many people have told her that over the years. Like, like the attachment that she has to her publicly is, like, weird. So She's weird. not... Tamara's so much more fun without Vicky. Agree. And I'm excited to see OC next year without Vicky and just Tamara, like... You too. I got me too. What are her and are her and Shannon friends? I think so. Are they gonna destroy the divorce? De- oh my god, do I know how to speak? <laughs> I'm like literally like Devora Rosine right now. I'm like <laughs> that's who's on the tip of my tongue. I was like, are they gonna destroy the, the Rose? <laughs> Deborah Trachenberg. <laughs> yes, a socialite, an elite. Um, who 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 should we go to next? Who am I missing? Shall we just like jump to Tammy Sue since we're yeah. chit-chatting about her? Yeah. What are your Tamra thoughts? What, how, did you, how did you view her on the show? Again, she was just like middle tier for me, but closer to the bottom. I thought her mm-hmm. alignment with Vicky was strange. It brought her down. When the girls were like, we like you more without Vicky, I was like, I friggin' agree. Yeah. Um, uh, when she started having fun with Brandy, I liked that. But Tamra was just kind of there. Yeah, Vicky is her crutch in a lot of ways. Like, them being locked upstairs together, complaining about everything. It was just like, that's not even who Tamara is. That's Vicky. No, Tamara's the one that, all. like, is trying to it's... pull her out of the room, usually. Yeah, so Tamara was, yeah, she was just there. I like that Tamara, like, ha- has knowledge of Housewives and has watched these shows. So, like, Agreed. Her, pull- her-, her pulling Phaedra aside and, like, 
asking questions and her yeah. talking about like Denise Richards. Like we had like a whole like 15 minute segment dedicated to Denise Richards because of Tamara. So I thought her like involvement of bringing up like old storylines that we the audience want answers to was mm-hmm. like uh, that was like her 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 peak for me her rose that's what I think she did yeah. really right I agree and I and what I will say is that Tamara on her worst day is like top tier in comparison to like so many exactly other exactly she's such a professional housewife she's so fucking good at being a housewife it's like second nature to her she's so and- great on camera too Oh, so good on camera. Great confessionals. The funniest. Mm -hmm. Responsible for so many iconic, like, quotes and things. And I will always say this. And I said I will shout it from the rooftops. I think Tamra, as far as being, like, an OC housewife, I really feel like Tamra kind of set the bar for, like, the vibe of the Real Housewives franchise. She invented it. She did. The cattiness, the, like, the, the, like, the funny confessionals. Like, I saw, sorry, you keep going. No, just like the spirit of the show. I think she kind of created it. Absolutely. I saw a tweet. Sorry, I don't know who it was, but it was like them hiring Tamara in 07 and then launching Atlanta in 08 was like why we have housewives now. And I was like, yeah. that's so true. Like those two yeah. things were so impactful to the whole franchise. So yeah, I think Tamara's yeah. like whole routine on Housewives was a little like, show pony near the end of her first run before she was put on pause put on mm-hmm. ice mm-hmm. hexagonal ice but uh, uh <laughs> so I, I don't know like I, I was growing tired of Tamara yeah so uh, when she was there just kind of like hey girl yeah yeah I I and I I agree with you I love that Tamara watches the shows mm-hmm. I don't like when the housewives don't know each other who each other are it like annoys me right like you're part of like like you're no better. Like that's the thing. Like you're no better because you're doing the same show, right? Like, like why would you like not even just Google? Like go on Wikipedia and learn the names, see the faces. Go on like Bravo Instagram for one second. You'll learn everything you fucking need to know. And like, are you so busy that you can't watch the show you're on? Fuck you. Like shut the Teresa. fuck up, <laughs> girl. Ramona. Um. Yeah, that's all I really have to say about Tamara. To be honest. Yeah. Um, did Tamara do an activity? Like what was Tamara's day activity or nighttime activity? Did she have one? Uh, no, which is shocking. She didn't even do like a workout thing or anything. Yeah. Hmm. She didn't plan anything. Although that's fine. Cause I felt a lot of like the weird, like planned things. I'm like, this has nothing to do with you. Like the Taylor one, they're like the tea party. I was like, okay. So we're like trying to like recreate moments here, but then they like didn't continue with that theme at all. So uh, I know the Phaedra's like I didn't get it she's like my day is the winery it's like and you're I just going drink. to the winery yeah we we can just go have a drink and like run through the cornfield maze and like have a day like what makes it your day if you're not doing anything I don't understand it you literally don't drink that's like me being like hey everyone I planned a really fun wine day for us yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna relapse and yeah like... <laughs> we're going to tequila Mexico <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> Buy me at the um, pharmacy. <laughs> let's talk about speaking of. Let's talk about Miss Taylor Armstrong, Miss Oklahoma. <laughs> okay, I I feel like the comments about Taylor online are not that positive, and they're just kind of like echoing mm-hmm. what Tamara said. Like she's kind of boring, which I agree with. 
But mm-hmm. Taylor is someone who hasn't been on TV for so long, it feels yeah. like, and isn't actively fame whoring or even really on social media in any capacity. So just to see what she's up to and to see her like in live time was fun for me. I thought her dynamic with Eva was like great. I really liked that. Her beef with Brandy was tired and lame, but I loved when she like slammed her fing- her her arm on the table and was like, you fucking little bitch, you shut the yeah. fuck up. You never talk to me like that, you fucking cunt. And I was like, whoa. You can edit that out, sorry. No, I'm going to make that my theme song. (laughs) But I was like, whoa, Taylor, 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 with like her like ill brown lipstick on. I was like, okay, like she's angry. So I thought a lot of that was quite lame, but I liked her. She's fun. I like the beat. I think people forget that Taylor is one, but she will pop off. Yeah, and she gave great confessional. Amazing confessional. She gave, like she hasn't lost it. Yeah. I like Taylor too. Listen, not everybody has to be like bouncing. Not everybody has to be like pinballing off the walls. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think people understand that there, there needs to be like an ebb and flow of like personalities, dynamics. Like you need people like Taylor in a group like this, you know, to have like different kinds of moments. You can't have nine brandies in a, in a house. I agree. Taylor is someone who's like, truly like a friend and I don't mean like a friend of like a Marlo Marlo formerly like she's just someone who's like actively truly friends with the people that she's co-stars with yeah that like yes it works you know what I mean like she's like truly friends with people so I'm here for Taylor being on OC in some capacity I thought seeing Kennedy made me feel so old oh my god I know oh my Um, god so, and like Taylor is someone who like, I, I was worried about her drinking and what it would be like, but she seems very fine. Like she seems she's fun. Great. Like she's just, she's yeah. having fun. Her kissing Brandy was a bit, but <laughs> work diva. It was like, Taylor was like, this is my last moment to make a splash. I'd better do something with my lips. Yeah. It's like like she, it's like mama. Mm. <laughs> Like <laughs> maybe next time, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I think of Taylor, and I know that like the meme is like the moment that everybody thinks of, but like I never think of that. So the meme is great, but it's the the moments surrounding the meme. It's Brody Jenner's mom in the background as Taylor is having an emotional breakdown, saying, "Are you kidding me? Look at this ocean. Look at the sand. How lucky are we?" Look at this, girls. Look at the view. As Taylor's trying to jump off the balcony. We're like, Linda, not now, honey. Not now, hun. This isn't the show for that. Sand, look at the beach. Come on, Suzanne girls. Suzanne Summers is down the street. Like, go there, mama. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the sound of the rattling pill bottles. Yeah, she'll, she'll be into that kind of stuff with you. <laughs> but no, Taylor was fine. Taylor was a fine, fine cast member. She was you know. just like someone that was like uh, nice to catch up with them because it has truly been so long. Like she's someone who's like an Alex McCord to me. Like oh, if we got an ones. Alex McCord, I'd be like, uh, hello. Like, oh my God. what are you up to? What's new? What's shaking? How are the oh. boys? How's Simon? Like, what are you doing? Hi. Wait, um, let's like Yaya Sisterhood right now and put it into the ether that Alex will be asked and she'll say yes. I know I want, she lives in Australia or whatever, but. I want them to film one in Australia. Like they go to Australia and 
Alex is the tour guide and hosts in some capacity. I'm putting, I'm asking, I'm believing, and I'm hopefully receiving. Yes, stream I am real <laughs> by Simon Van Kempen. Um, Do you know and, what I mean? Like that could work because like yes. we don't have to bring you here because you don't want to. We'll come to you yes. and we'll bring them to you. Absolutely. And we'll have like a our lips are sealed, Mary Kate Ashley Olsen moment. Like, yes. Uh, Oh my God, I will pay Andy. I know that you're a listener. I will pay uh, Alex's like salary. I'll pay it, whatever it is. I'm not Andy, kidding. Andy, I may be 31, but I look like a really young little twink, which I know you like. <laughs> I'm just a holster. So <laughs> I slide into my DMs and, you know, let's work something out. I'm nothing more than a holster. Thank you. Yes. Um, and the last thing that I'll say about Taylor is that she's good for an emotional moment. Absolutely. And I like that. Absolutely. I definitely got very emo when she had that talk on the stairs with Phaedra or with Eva. With Eva. Yep. And one of it, my favorite uh, moments of the entire season for real. Me I too. loved it. And that speaks to what you just said that she, the reason that she works, even though she's not like a crazy, she connects with these women like genuinely. And like, that is always going to work. Mm-hmm. Always. You know, who are we missing? Um, let me pull up my list. Did we talk about Dorinda? No. We didn't talk about Dorinda and we didn't talk about just Dorinda. What are we doing here without Dorinda? Let's, right, let's talk about, let's talk about Big D. You okay, go you go first. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. So I've already said it this episode, like I have not been a Dorinda girly for a while. She is nasty. She is mean. She is spooky. She is scary. <laughs> so when she was put on pause, I was like, she needs to go to rehab or figure something out. Um, go yeah. talk to someone, work through some things. But like Jill said, she seems to just be getting angrier and worse. I think being in her home, it was very, um, what's that, what's that movie where you're just like trapped in your house or like that sensation where you're just kind of like trapped in your house, like going manic almost. Um, like agoraphobic? Sure. But just like, I feel like she was like in her own chaotic space and like was going even crazier than normal because she was mm. so comfortable there. Like, you know, like that like comfort mm. level of like blacking out in your own house opposed yeah. to like in public or like on vacation in Mexico. Oh, right. Yeah. You make a good point. I didn't really think about that. So yeah, that of course, was, you're going to be more comfortable blacking out at home. And like kind of like being really bad and like not having anyone fight you because you're like truly not used to that. Like Len, yeah. I'm sure probably has like carried Dorinda to bed many a times type thing. So um, I didn't think it was a great run for Dorinda. A lot of fun moments, but like even uh, like I, if you're listening to this, you probably already know, but like my Instagram is just about housewives and food and ordering food and things. I posted a Dorinda thing recently from Girls Trip and the comment section was like, can't stand her. And my page is not normally like that at all. Like it's normally very lighthearted, like fun, like LOL hearts blah 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 and like the comment section was not good so I was like okay like they're the girls are turning on Dorinda like even her diehard fans are like fully turned on her so that's I think that speaks volumes you know the Dorinda makes me really sad genuinely because I really like connected to her in a way that I don't I've not really connected to most housewives like I really felt like an intense like bond to her in her early seasons like I just because she was so like 
she was so vulnerable and like above all things Dorinda always had like the biggest heart she was so vulnerable with her emotions and she was such a good friend and like you know I just always viewed her as like the way that Ramona kind of describes her is like her friend of 20 million years and was like will be there for you through anything and the person that you call like she'll give you the shirt off her back like that's how I always viewed Dorinda so when she started turning like really nasty it just made me really sad you know it's like I think it's because I'm such a Tinsley girly secretly Mm. that I'm like I am mad at you for treating her so poorly sorry back to you I just cut you off to talk about Tins again well I'm the Tinsley season really did like have a really intense effect on her like it really changed her trajectory that's what just put on pause yeah yeah and like why did like tinsley as such like even though was were we recording when we were talking about tinsley being like living like her best life no no i was saying that earlier that like tinsley is like living the life i want like living in a hotel no real responsibilities anything like just like having fun this be this sick so yeah I'm like what what was the issue like why was Tinsley such a threat to 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 Dorinda like why I have theories talk to me tell me and this is probably why I still in a sense sympathize with Dorinda because I this is my thought I will say that it would also bother me if I was on this show Mm -hmm. and I was sharing the, the the kind of stuff that Dorinda has shared sure people can make fun of like her talking about death and shit all the time but like she's shared some extremely intense shit on this show mm-hmm. and tinsley her eggs I mean, come on like her performance like, at the circus soleil new york or whatever the big the big babies. apple circus is actually what it is they're my babies <laughs> i just you know I, tinsley really was she's lucky very. She was lucky and she was able to coast on her name She's on the show. She was very fun. I love Tinsley. I love her. But I understand the animosity as like a co-worker. Like, girl, yes. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And also- the And like quitting halfway was, through. Quitting halfway through, getting For some man, crazy like bachelor style man. fucking send off. Girl. Oh, that made me cry. That was very sad, but wild. Come on oh so corny but it's what she deserved it's so tins it's so princess like I just think like in a world where you only have one thing going on and it's finding a man that's literally your only you don't work you don't do anything you're just looking for a mister and and you're not willing to talk about that on camera when you're on a reality show is absurd we've got a problem you're right it's a problem it's not fair and like I feel like Dorinda didn't know how to properly explain that. And also it's like fourth wall breaking. Yes, but she didn't do a great job with what she chose to do. No, so instead she just got wasted and bullied her every time she saw her. (laughs) Was that bullying? Like that felt more like threatening. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, she was like whittling a little knife for Tinsley. She was like, I'm going to stick you good, bitch. (sighs) Yeah, so not a great look for Dorinda. I think she's going to be on pause forever, to be honest. Until she, yeah, until she like goes away or shows that she doesn't do this anymore. I don't think they're going to hire her again. I feel like she's like liability at this point. Yeah, true. She is like what's she doing that Lindsay Lohan wasn't doing back in the day, and no (laughs) one would hire her. So 
That's very true. She is a liability. That's true. Mm -hmm. And I think that if she had done like a good job, this with filming like it would have been so different for her or oh or even like pulled a brandy and had like a first like few nights kind of bad but then like really redeemed herself and like Mm. won the group over and like won everyone's respect but like yeah it it, it just like we had like one fun night and that's because they actively kept being like we are having fun tonight no fighting like no 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 but like yeah one out of seven nights not being yelled at by Dorinda or having Dorinda make someone cry is like that's not good like that's like that's something you need to take and like reflect on like I I understand you're filming a show but that's saying something to you I wonder what she would have been like if they were on like an island like I wonder how different she would have been if they were like you know not filming at her house so much more carefree I think just so much more fun. Like mm-hmm. I, I just great. missed light fun Dorinda. Like vacation with Dorinda used to be so great. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think we would have got a different, different Dorinda. But again, I think they were just trying to see like, can she host at Bluestone Manor still? Like, can she do yeah. the things like the quips that we we have her for? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think we'll see her for a while at least. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. And even like the Bluestone Manor stuff, it's like. Like, when we were watching it, I was like, you know, this is a gorgeous fucking house. Obviously, it's stunning. But (laughs) if I was there, first of all, you know, there's, like, no TVs. Oh, yeah. There's, like, one weird TV in Dorinda's room that was, like, always on mute and blurred out. Because it's, like, for her naps. It's, like, literally just to watch Law & Order when she naps. Um, I hate that I know that. But um, I just feel like if I were there, I would have been like, I want to go somewhere else. Like after a few days in the manor, I would want to go somewhere else. I'd be bored as fuck. I actually though would be by the pool. I didn't realize how like beautiful the manor was. I will say that like the peacock edit of Bluestone Manor is stunning. Mm. I understand we were like traditionally there in the wintertime and like yeah. no one's hanging by the pool except Jules who's smoking cigarettes. Yes. To Jules. But uh, you know what I mean? So we never really got to see it. So like it's a lot more fun, but it's giving tourist attraction at this point and no longer like a housewives like tourist museum-y thingy. I'm like, yeah. do we really need to be here still? Like, are we having fun here still? Like, is this where we need to still be going? Yeah. yeah, like, are we really feeling whimsy here? I don't know. Like, even the Christmas thing, it's like, we get it, Dorinda. Like, oh, like, we're doing another, like, nutcracker Christmas yeah, thing like, at the We get it. Bruce you Arena. bought Bryn the nutcracker. Like, yeah, like, and you make it up. nice. And, oh, <laughs> uh, like, enough. I have to hear make it nice one more, one more time. Enough I, of the branding. I don't want to make it nice, Diva. Like, I don't. Right. And I, again, I hate that I'm agreeing with Vicky Gumbelson, but it's like, yeah, girl, the la- the least thing that you do at this point is make it nice. That's not your brand. It's time to rebrand. Not to be Bethany, but like, it doesn't it's, work. It doesn't. It's, it's not who you are. It's People not don't who you are as a, a, a nice lady anymore. And like with Dorinda too, like, I feel like Dorinda was known for giving like gifts and memes and saying yes. liners. I didn't get any of that this time around. Like that, that is, that has like fully, that light has fully been yeah. darkened and is dull. Like she wasn't giving us anything really. She was just like yeah. spiraling about eating upstairs while actively doing the same thing. 
she needs to be told by Andy that it's like she's not on pause it's a no for like a Mm -hmm. while Mm -hmm. like she needs to she needs the time away the same way Jill needed it when she needed it yeah just to like come back down and that's why Jill I think made such an impact on us because it was like wow she's so different yeah like Like in a positive way like she's grown right Mm-hmm. yeah because even yeah. when they were showing the clips of like old jill i was like oh my that's god that's a different like, person that's a, that's the person that i lady? don't like right <laughs> where's the social register where is it you said you've been there where is it where's the address you said you've been where is it um <laughs> uh do we miss anyone no those are all the girls but can we quickly talk about i like i don't really know your relationship with like housewives instagram how like up on things you are but you saw like the cast photo for rugged three yes but i don't remember everybody like i heard the porsche stuff and everything but who is the who is it okay i'm looking at it right now okay it is marisol from miami Mm -hmm. leah mob which confusing but sure Portia, which who she's gonna be the star of this. Portia of on any show. She Portia is like a great ensemble star. Yeah. Candy Gal, my girl. I'm so excited to see Candace Dillard Bassett in a ultimate girls trip edit. I'm calling it now. She's gonna have like a Kenya Moore season where it's gonna be like everyone's gonna see the Candace I see and be like, shit, like I like her. Okay, I'm calling it. I'm thinking that's what's gonna happen. Okay, Uh, manifesting it, but who knows? Her mouth is so reckless; she'll probably not get there. I get it. You and I see the same Candace, so I understand. But I, I get that's the tall order. Yeah, she's fun. Really excited for her, Giselle. Which we've talked about Giselle before. We love Giselle. (laughs) Like literally, my spine just tingled. I'm not kidding. Also, someone who's just like perfect. Like she's gonna be the star of uh, of this show. Alexia the Cuban Barbie which mm. will be fun wish to like her and Teresa Giudice were like together because they kind of look like but uh <laughs> they're here nor there and then Bad Weather from Salt Lake City which I'm kind of I'm like I hope Candace bullies them like I hope she bullies them a lot because and I hope Leah bullies um Bad Weather as well Marisol will be fun really fun she's, she's having cocks for sure she's having her cocky yeah she's getting wasted she's giving great confessional she will be the phaedra she'll have yeah. that sort of phaedra energy i'm friends with everybody like definitely kooky silly weird fun funny she'll be messier though she has no problem yeah. being like so who do you hate in the group the most yes <laughs> yes is that oh, a fun game <laughs> yeah <laughs> that'll be fun and where are they going they're in thailand Thailand so like imagine I I think it's gonna be really fun I'm excited for it I again I'm not loving the Salt Lake City of it all I think they're too new to be there or like send Jen Shaw before she goes away to jail you know what I mean I guess she actually just wasn't Heather I don't hate Heather I'm just so uninterested in Heather I don't hate anything I don't care that much I'm just like uninterested in Heather Heather drank her own Kool-Aid and like yeah Great orders, though. She gives me what I need for my page, so. Great orders, great kids. Yeah, I like her daughters. The one Love her daughters. Like Alexis Nyers, so shout out to them. Yeah. Um, That'll yeah, be I'm just kinda, I, I, like, don't care about Heather. I, it's more so Heather and Whitney together. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't particularly like Whitney either, but I've noticed that her and Lisa Barlow are, like, 
friends in real time right now. So I'm like, maybe like I need to shift my alliance to Whitney and Lisa. <laughs> like what's going on here? Like, are you going to make me like her? Uh, but I just find her and Heather together. I'm like, you're too yes manny to each other. And I don't like mm. when housewives are like such a little duo that it's like, you can't right. break through it. So like Vic, that's going to be Vicky Tamara energy. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't love that. So yeah. But it, it'll be fun. I know Heather and Whitney will, they're both good TV. So they'll, they'll, they'll do what they need to do. Yeah. And, and also Marisol and what's her name. That's a fun, um, like dynamic. Like they're not toxic as friends. No, not at all. They're like true friends. I think the real theme was like dynamic duos, but I think there was a lot of like scheduling issues. So I'm curious what they're going to end up like titling this as. Yeah. Or if it's just going to be like ultimate girls trip, Thailand, which I could see them doing. Could you imagine like being invited to fucking Dorinda's house in the upper and like upstate New York and the cast before you went on like to Turks and Caicos and then they're going to Thailand. That's wild. That's what happens when you're fired. (gasps) You know who I wish was on fired? Jacqueline Larita. And you this know is who why I you wish and was... I are such good Judys and good, such good sisters. And you know who I wish was there instead of Vicky? Gretchen Rossi. Imagine <gasps> Gretchen and I'm gonna flip. I'm going to flip this in joy. Okay, I wish that I had said this earlier. Why didn't I think of this earlier when we oh. really were talking about this? I, I wish were there, those two. Gretchen Rossi. And what her and Tamara, like, ooh, Oof. you know, that would be good. That's, like, good, like, dark history. Like, they're never going to resolve that. Let me ask you one question. Did you of have course. a Bass Lake? <laughs> Just answer. <laughs> yeah, I did, Tamara. I, I actually did go there, Tamara. I did. It's crazy. It's crazy that you went to Bass Lake. It's just crazy to me. It was my night dying. off from taking care of Jeff, Tamara. He let me go. Isn't your husband dying? It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any, like, any... Anything that we haven't talked about that you want to No, start? I just, like, don't want to hang up. <laughs> I know. <me> too. <laughs> I'm like, so, Tamara. <laughs> like, so, any other good shows you're watching? No, um, I'm really excited for next year. What do you think about, like, I don't know, just in general, like, sometimes it freaks me out when shows, like, do too do many, this? like, yeah. It mm-hmm. scares me because then I'm like, are we losing the integrity of Housewives and it's just gonna, like, is this our jump, jump the shark moment? I thought that at first, but the way that Atlanta and Beverly Hills this year, neither have referenced that this parallel universe exists. Kenya is literally like the show is airing as like Atlanta is filming. If that made any sense. Yes. Yeah. So Kenya is getting that feedback as she's filming for what we're Mm -hmm. seeing on Atlanta now. So like they make zero mention of this ever happening, ever existing that these people ever met. So that's why I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like, we're not jumping the shark. We're pretending like this doesn't exist because this is on Peacock. Like, right. there's That's different so rules true. over there. So I, I I don't know. It's it's weird though, because I get more excited by girls trips than like some seasons of oh, me too. Like, some franchises. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, how are we only filming three right now? That means we're not going to get it for like six more months from now. Like, yeah. Oh, I need like a girls trip, like you know how RuPaul's Drag Race does like 90 seasons a year? <laughs> yeah. And like 10 all-stars in one like literal <laughs> year. Like we need that. Like I'm ready for that level. Yeah, I agree. I get, I mean, I definitely get way more excited. And I I actually re-watched last season's Girl Trip like just recently. Okay, how did it, how was it? 
it was literally so fucking easy to rewatch. Like I could watch it again right now. And I haven't been that girl in a long time who rewatches like a whole season of Housewives unless it's like 10 years old, you know? Right, yeah. I'm not rewatching recent seasons of Housewives. Like I would oh, rather no. die. No, 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 no. But that- a reunion at best. At best, right. But Girls Trip, t- I mean, you could turn that shit season one on right now and it's just like, you. I still couldn't turn it off. And, like, we have so much material to work with. Like, there's so many combinations to choose from. Like, mm-hmm. how many Real Housewives have we had at this point? Like, there must be, like, 300, 400. Mm, yeah. That might be a little extreme, but you know what I mean? Well, like, there's so many people to pull from. And, like, any combination works. Like, there doesn't need to be, like, a rhyme or reason for why you're there. You're just, like, you were yeah. on the show at some point, and now we're bringing you back. And it's always going to be interesting to see dynamics always mm-hmm. you know just to see these groups of women in the room together is like really crazy you know and I find too with this it's like you actually see how different the franchises are like mm. you know yeah. what I mean like yeah Beverly Hills is so different from Jersey and Jersey is so different from um Potomac and Potomac yeah. so different from Miami you know what I mean that's such so a good like, point it's interesting to see them all together because like they are filming the same show but they're not at the same time like yeah and I feel like the first season of Girls Trip <clears throat> one of the things that I really liked about it especially on the second watch in comparison to this one now that I have like two to compared was that the women were all really sort of reflective about like their time on the show I agree their you know their years being on reality tv and like listening to them have those that was like so fucking cool listening to them have those conversations about like you know past stuff and experiences and things this year it was was more so like we have unresolved business from 14 years ago. Remember that one time at dinner? You talked like, about a surrogate, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Do you regret you what you've done? Brandy's like, I'm really good friends with them. What are you yeah, talking about? She's like, about? I was out for dinner with them last week, ma'am. Like, yeah, that was 10 years now. ago. Um, yeah, no, now that you point that moments. out, I missed that. That was like a big giant blind spot. Cause like even last season, like, you know, we were talking about like how much we make on Cameo and like, yeah, you know, as a housewife, you do these kind of like side hustles and make like bank and like, oh, production loves to catch us uh, ordering. Like, how your kids handle it and all that stuff. Yeah, like there were so many little moments last year. I was like, I love the peek behind the curtain and it truly felt like the fourth wall was broken. While this one wasn't, it was giving fourth wall was broken, but not so much. yeah. Yeah, I guess it's because they put, they put like all of these people with like addiction issues and like house together. <laughs> yeah, and you like know? literally like actually I don't know if that's a correct term. I'm not gonna say it. Okay. <laughs> but like in like a house full of temptations. <laughs> yes, triggers, if you will. Triggers. There we go. Perfect. Um. Well, Kai, thank you so much for doing this with me. This was like everything I wanted it to be 20 <laughs> times more. I'm obsessed with you. I and listeners are obsessed with you. I love you. You know what like is fun about you? And please, if I'm wrong, but this is like a I'm the same way. Like we, you how do I say this? Uh like you get like obsessed with people 
for like yeah. little periods of time. I do the same thing. And like, yeah. we're riding that high really hard right now. I know, I know, and I I'm so into it. Like, I'm, on, I'm on board with you. Like we like, we still like keep up and chat and like DM and uh, hearts on the Instagram and stuff. Like we keep up, like you're in my orbit. But then like yeah. when we go in, we're like, yeah, you know, sharing passwords, recording six times yes. a week. Like, hey, yes. girl, what's up? Like, yes, we have, we do have like a weird ebb and flow, but it never feels it. like I bad. do this with always great. I do too. <laughs> oh, well, tell people again where they can find you, and also plug your Patreon again. Yeah, um, my Patreon is patreoncom slash orders. Same for Instagram. Um, and yeah, you can find me there. I release new episodes every Sunday and they're really fun. I just like have friends on like people on the internet I actually like, and yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, like I said earlier, slide Kai a coin across the desk because it's worth it. <gasps> Wait, can I tell you one thing before I leave? Please. Last night I had such a housewivesian moment. I ordered okay. Chilean sea bass <gasps> and I felt Stop. so Karen Hubery. It was so good. It was buttery. It was light. It was crusted in Parmesan. It was everything. I'm like, were there I, sides? Oh, yes. I had a mushroom risotto. There were um, like garlic, buttery beans. There was Brussels sprouts. <sighs> it was heavenly. And there was like a horseradish sauce on the side. <sighs> it was divine. So I see why the dolls ordered Chilean sea bass follow me because I only talk about orders and nothing else so please don't please don't look for anything else but I see why they do it and I love it yeah I always say if you I mean <laughs> if somehow you're listening to this and like don't follow Kai I don't think that that's like possible at this point Not at but this point. yeah I mean people know but my I always tell you my favorite thing about your page is that it's like it's it's like the true escapism that Bravo used to be I get that feeling from your Instagram account like the because like I'm a fan from that time yeah I'm old. Like the period of Bravo where they used to show like the price tags. Oh, Escapism. Yes. And we would get like good commercial promo. <sighs> Even though I'm just like standing in front of a green screen though. Like iconic. It was so good. And there's no drama on your page. It's just uh, Not fun. interested. Don't bring it. I no. literally have my comments limited to only people who follow me so that if someone's like talking mess I can just like block them so yes very controlled space I'm not into that there's no hateration in the dancery and we're like really happy for it that's a great way to end this (laughs) (laughs) well you guys thank you for listening to this episode that I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next week they get definitely had fun okay we had fun okay bye bye Thank you for listening to Dunzo. This podcast is a part of the Solid Listen Network. Please take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe if you haven't already. Also be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash solidlisten for exclusive content. You can follow me on Twitter at Troy McGee, and you can follow the podcast on all forms of social media at DunzoPod. That's D-U-N-Z-O. Thank you to executive producer Molly McAleer and coordinating producer Nicole Matthew. 